We're discussing in these devotions around Christmas time something of the meaning of the birth of Christ, looking at it from the perspective of all four of the gospel writers. Last time, we introduced you to the perspective of Matthew, who's writing primarily to a Jewish audience to present Jesus Christ as their long-awaited, long-hoped-for Messiah King. And so, he, he presents his story from a royal perspective. Even the genealogy traces Jesus back, all the way back to Abraham. And uh, he traces the life of Jesus back through David to make sure that we understand that this baby that is being born in the manger is a member of David's family line. Therefore, he certainly does qualify to be the Messiah. So, we, we've, we've recognized that in Matthew. And we saw that in Mark, he gives us another perspective, actually a far different perspective, because you will look in vain to try to find the Christmas story in Mark's gospel. Mark opens his gospel with Jesus' fully blown ministry already going on. You see, the birth of Christ uh, is not as important when you're presenting Jesus as Mark was, as a servant. Because really people don't care about the lineage of a servant, but they do care about the lineage of a king. But Mark is written primarily to a Roman audience. And Mark is presenting the Lord Jesus as the servant. Remember he said in Mark 10 verse 45, I didn't come to be served, Jesus said, but I came to serve others. Now when we come to Luke's account of the Christmas story, we find probably one of the most popular accounts in all of our Christmas cards and in all of our contemporary uh, reflecting on, on Christmas. Luke presents to us the, the shepherds, the angels, remember, who came, uh, his being born in a stable, in a manger. All of that takes place in Luke's gospel. Now, you have to remember that Luke himself was a Gentile. And Luke was very sensitive to the fact that Jesus came not just for the Jews, but he came for the world. And so, uh, Luke is writing primarily to a Greek audience. And if you remember in studying your Greek history, the Greek gods were all men who were supposedly strong men. Like the gods of, of Greece were Hercules and some of those other uh, masculine men, great perfectly uh, uh, men who are in perfect shape. Well, Luke presents Jesus as the perfect man. And it's interesting that where Matthew in his genealogy takes uh, Jesus back to Abraham and stops, Luke in his genealogy takes Jesus back all the way back to Adam. And basically what Luke is presenting to us in Jesus is Jesus the perfect man. And so when we think about Christmas from Luke's point of view, then we think about Jesus being perfectly man. He is as much man as though he were not God, but he is as much God as though he were not man. He is the God man. He is God wrapped up in human flesh. Now, 
this is a, a marvelous thing for us to think about, but it's not something that we can understand. It's beyond us. Remember what Isaiah said? God's thoughts are not our thoughts, and His ways are not our ways. Luke's gospel is the gospel of the disenfranchised, the down and out, the person who feels like they've blown it and there's no help for me. He includes stories about prostitutes and about the prodigal son and about Zacchaeus. All of those stories are unique to Luke. Luke is especially written to the down and out. It's written to those who are hurting. So Luke is a great story for you and for me in this time in which we live. He said, for unto us, that's you and me, is born this day in the city of David, a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. God bless you today and Merry Christmas.